1: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.
2: Well, he's a man that did show a lot of physicality Mm. uh, in his playing days. Uh, Also ticks the box uh, that you're interested in. Great nicknames. Uh, He's a former English international, of course. Long time Hurricane Crusaders player good friend of the program, in fact has co-hosted the show and did a very good job. In fact, I remember that show being one of our top five shows of all time.
1: G'day, Thomas Wardrum. G'day, Thomas.
2: G'day, guys. How are you? Yeah, good. We're just talking about annoying New Zealand rugby cliches. Like, it's time to front up. What, what sport? What rugby cliches drive you insane and you to tears
1: like fronting up does. We didn't want it enough yeah, the, out there. They wanted it more. No,
0: nah, the w- worst one, what uh, would have been an English one, was Richard Cockrell from the Leicester Tigers. Um, his favourite was, it is what it is. You're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not really helpful, mate, is it?
1: <laughs> so, is that post-game? Post-game, like, post it is what it is. Yeah.
0: Like, all, no, all the time. Just all the time. Training, video analysis, that is what it is, mate.
2: I'm like, no. <laughs> See, the no, centre God. drifted off and missed a tackle there. Oh, it is what it is, mate. You know, it is what it is. So no advice yeah. to the centre about, you know, maybe changing an angle or, you know, get on the inside shoulder, that type of thing. No, no. it was never it was no, never no, that just, much from Richard. That's
0: it is. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's just all the anchors I just switched off anyway and the team media and all the <laughs> English people were just so confused. And they're like, well, what are you going to do about it? And I'm like, well... Well, I don't really care I've switched off about
2: 20 minutes ago <laughs> it is what it is mate Richard it yeah. is what it is I'm not listening <laughs> I'm not listening mate it is what it is knowing Richard Cockerell as you do uh, we can get some instant reaction we just uh, read the headlines at the top of the uh, he's saying he wants uh, the Twickenham crowd to drown out the uh, the Haka where um, the All Blacks um, uh, perform before the match of course um, does that surprise you knowing Richard Cockerell he's quite an abrasive uh, character oh. wonderful ears Richard does have um, you know um <laughs> What do you make of that?
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's just him. That's just what he does. Um, and that's the thing. I think he just wants to fight fire with fire. Really, I think because uh, he always had a big thing of norm about doing the hacker and facing yes. up to him and stuff like that. And I think that's his way of adding his value to the England setup. I think he is just yeah. He wants to challenge what he's done before. I think that's why I reckon he's winding everyone up for.
2: That's right, it was him who, who got eyeball to eyeball with Normie. Um yep. in that test yep. match spot. Well, ended up a draw and then they did a they did a victory lap England after a draw, grant. Brilliant. That's <laughs> Brilliant, I love that. That's and New Zealand New Zealand rugby fan base lost their mind over that. I thought it was magnificent, Nigel. You know, take your <laughs> yeah, moment in the sun. Hey, hey, hey um, Thomas, what will the Twickenham crowd do if they are to drown out the hucker? Will they sing that annoying swing low sweet chariot?
0: Yeah, well, then that's what. That's, yeah, or because then it's it's not like they can sing. God save the Queen now, can they? Because she's passed away. <laughs> so yeah, I don't, yeah, uh, yeah, I think it'll have to be swing low, but they probably they haven't done it for a while. So I think that's yeah. Or just the the noise, but you're not going to shout shout out for I don't know what two or three minutes when the hacker's sh- going on. So yeah, I don't. I don't think there's much thought behind it. I think he just wants to try to yeah, drown them out.
2: Yeah, it's, I think it's an off the cuff comment, and it's been picked up by New Zealand media, as we always do. We seem to be quite sensitive when it's anything to do with the All Blacks and the haka as well. So they don't do Swing Low Sweet Charity anymore. Have they finally seen Common Sense?
0: Oh, yeah, I just haven't heard it for a long time. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's just uh, yeah, why, why they haven't done it, but they just, yeah, it seems to be um, a thing that's sort of gone missing for a little bit now. Hmm
2: yeah um, long, may that continue. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> it's, it's no longer there. We, we've, we've discussed there has not been uh, too many tests between these nations since uh, you know start of 2015. just two matches uh, 20 oh, I'm scrambling. I think it was 2018 and 2019. Uh, it, does that add a bit more spice in your mind, Thomas? Are you a bit more excited than uh, due to the fact there's such scarcity of games between <laughs> New Zealand and England?
0: Yeah, and I think it's just the mind games that East Jones plays as well and um I think he's like been building again, like I think he had a plan all along for the World Cup, the last World Cup and I think he's got a plan for this for the leading up to this one. Um so yeah, no, I think there's a little bit on the line and I think two sort of great players playing hundred games definitely adds to the to the moment. Um, especially for Owen Farrell that will sort of brings a lot of intensity and stuff like that. And then you got Brody Retallick, which is a he's a big big man in the
1: forward pack and uh, earns a lot of respect so I think there is quite a bit on the game uh, for tomorrow morning hey Jason I mean how how difficult is it to get to a hundred games I mean Brody Retallick he's 31 years of age um, only the 12th player to do it for the All Blacks I mean uh, your body must go through especially in the forward pack uh, it's, you know, the condition that you need to be in not only mentally but physically must be immense
0: Oh yeah, it is, especially yeah, especially in the forwards. And, yeah, to get to 100 tests uh, is, is like a massive achievement. I think even to get to 100 sort of uh, top first-class games, because that's just 80 minutes of putting your body on the line and um, yeah, just doing all the hard graft and jumping the lineouts. So, yeah, you got to you got to have some uh, some good luck as well, but yeah, you got to um, work hard to to stay there. And I think that's what he's done. He's just making sure that he's got his body right week in week out to sort of keep pushing on. So, no, it definitely does take a toll, but then it's um, a great testament of being able to get to 100 games because it is, it is a tough environment to be in.
2: Uh, Thomas Waterham is with us, our guest looking ahead to the All Blacks taking on England, our last test of the year for the All Blacks, last weekend of international rugby. It's just been a wonderful year as far as upsets. It's been so hard to predict the international landscape. Drilling down a little bit deeper on England, though, uh, Thomas, So I know you've kept a, a particular eye on, as you always do, They've beaten Italy, Wales and Australia this year, but they've lost to Scotland, Ireland, France, Australia and Argentina by my count. Um, not not a very good year. How good are England, do you think?
0: Yeah, well, that, yeah, that's the thing. I, think, I don't know if Eddie's yeah, got a plan for the next World Cup, because I think there's a few new players coming through, and he sort of um, dropped a few couple out and then uh, brought them back in when they weren't informed, and now they are informed, and sort of scaring a few people but, yeah, I think it's a mixed bag. I think both teams sort of will be yeah, very tentative going to the game because they've sort of been up and down in form. So I think, it's, I think and that's I think, the great thing about it because um, All Blacks are sort of, I don't know, do you give them a pass mark at the moment if they win? Um, and then you've sort of got England, that sort of need to win to show that they're ready for the World Cup coming up. And, it's, yeah, I think it's just fascinating to see uh, what actually happens tomorrow morning.
1: Well, what are, what are the combinations for this All Black team who've seen so many changes um, in, in positions, and in positional play? Are we close to getting and nailing down our World Cup 15 here?
0: Oh, you'd, you'd, you'd have to think so. Um, but that's the, thing. Yeah, with coaches, that's the thing. With coaches, you just, you never know. As a player, you just have to go out and train as hard as you can and put your best foot forward in training and games and, and, then, just, and then hopefully get that phone call or message saying, oh, yeah, no, you're, you're playing this week, because you normally know pretty early on in the week. But, yeah, I think the coaches have different ideas than, than the players, and you, I think as a player, you just have to go along with what the coaches are thinking. And, yeah, I think it's definitely been up in the air this year with selection, but I think, yeah, it's pretty close to it, especially, um, that's the thing, I think, Adi being at eight, I think he's got to stay there now, and there's no point moving around. And it's interesting with Barrett, uh, Scott Barrett on the blind side, where... They've got probably three jumping options. England have gone for two this week. So, yeah, little things like that have definitely
2: put things up in the air. Yeah, I look at the side they've named and then I look at what could potentially be a World Cup final side in, you know, 12 months' time, give or take a a few days here or there. I I could see change at hooker, complete, you know, two of the three in the loose forwards, um, midfield, back three. I I still think there's a lot of moving parts uh, to be had uh, as we move into next year. But... Twickenham, eighty four thousand fans will be there. Mm. Thomas, just explain that place, um, the atmosphere. You know what awaits this New Zealand side.
0: Yeah, and that's I think it's one. Uh, There's one thing I, I hold hearts, uh, hold close to my heart is that uh, when you arrive at Twickenham, even like the surrounding areas, all the pubs are, are busy because everyone wants to get there early and enjoy a few beers and. Uh, everyone's singing and having a good time, and then when you, well, I think it's more when you arrive as well, and you arrive in the big stadium, and everyone's out there cheering you on. I think there's I probably about forty thousand people waiting for you when you get off the bus to cheer you on, and um, yeah. and then you walk through, and uh, the golden gates open up and stuff, and the bus comes in. It's yeah, it's very special, and then you it goes to the change rooms, and uh, the, the change rooms are uh, world class as well, and that's the thing. I think everything's just. Mm. The next level up from everywhere else around the world um, and then yeah yeah and just the tradition of it and then running out and then yeah singing the national anthems when when it was full eighty eighty four thousand is is unreal
1: oh uh, thomas I mean that that must be an exceptional memory that you've got to to be able to play in front of eighty four thousand people and no doubt there'll be a lot of nerves and uh, the analysis that goes into the game, having not played England uh, many times since uh, 2019, I'm sure there'll be some nerves uh, more from probably the New Zealand camp being an away game.
0: Yeah, no, there will be, yeah, and, that, and that's, yeah, I think um, that's unknown because you can only look at previous uh, games and trying to figure out, oh, what they're going to do, and that's the thing, and then uh, and then you're training all week, and even you you than the you do, you just don't know what's going, what, what the other team is going to throw to you on Saturday. So, yeah, and that's to thing. You have to think quick on your feet, and yeah, there'll definitely be a lot of nerves out there, especially with uh, everyone out there watching you, because you, you want to entertain the crowd as well. You just don't want to be a, a boring game, because that many people have come to watch, watch you play, and you want to put a show on as well.
1: Well, uh, if you had to lay it on the line uh, to wrap this up, who have you got winning that game?
0: Uh, I might just do my normal and just, uh, I reckon it might be a draw and then we'll wait
2: for
1: <laughs> <to work laughs> the draw. Celebrate the draw. <laughs> <laughs> will, they, will they do a lap of honour? <laughs> well, I hope yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah, I hope both they both do both a lap of honour after
2: a draw. <laughs> oh, brilliant. That would New Zealand Rugby Collective would lose their mind. <laughs> Thomas, thank you so much for dropping by, mate. You're always generous. I know your phone runs hot this type of weekend uh, for sure. Um, enjoy the game. Hopefully you front up at home and you put your body on the line when you're watching, and as a result, well, the result will be what it is. It is what it is. Something like that. Uh, yes,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, because I've just started training for masters athletics again, so no, I'm definitely putting in some effort at the moment. So, which is quite
2: nice. Good on you. So the javelin's coming out well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, not javelin. I'm uh, shopping and discus. It's, it's starting. Starting to come. I've got that passion back
2: for it, which is a uh, yeah, nice. Well, you're good at throwing things. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Um, keep up the fine work, mate. We might catch up over summer. Take it easy. Thanks, Thomas.
0: Awesome.
2: The, ta- the tank engine himself, former English international, former Hurricanes player, former Crusaders player, of course.